T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, it is a free-for-all Friday, beginning of the weekend, that is going to bring us the first cool front. And the number of 100 and 100-plus degree days we've had in a row this summer makes this cool front one of the most celebrated things. I mean, I, I mean, this is, this is the most celebrated thing since Mayor Cantrell won re-election. I mean, this is something the city is rallying around and just loving every minute of it. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. All right. Um, Gretna Fest is happening this weekend. We'll tell you a little bit more about that as the show goes on. And I'm going to feature uh, some music from uh, a few of the, the bands performing at Gretna Fest. I, I mean, just a huge Leonard Skinner, Cool in the Gang, Trombone Shorty, um, Cowboy Mouth, a band called Lovers. They're, they're a local band. That I tell you, that, you know, this band is good. And they've got, like, really great potential. The, uh, the band is spelled, the name Lovers is uh, spelled all caps, L-V-V-R-S, Lovers. And uh, it's, it's creative. Um, they do good music, and they're going to be performing uh, this weekend. So we'll tell you a little bit more about that um, coming up. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Bears finally won a game. They beat the Washington uh, Commanders. And, you know, the Bears looked pretty good last night. And this is why, at the beginning of the season, when, well, when, the, when the schedule first came out, and a lot of people were saying, the Saints are going to have a great year because the schedule's easy. And I said, you know, you just don't know which teams that were bad last year are going to be good this year. Now, the Bears were, what, 0-3? Yeah, 0-4. They were 0-4. And, and they, they won last night. But they looked really good. And in some of the games that they've lost, they haven't looked bad. So I'm sure the, the Bears were on the Saints' schedule as one of those teams. Ah, that's going to be an easy win. We've got to play the Bears coming up. And I don't know that that's going to be just an automatic win because uh, they looked pretty good last night. Really sad to hear that um, Dick Butkus uh, passed away. Man, he was one of the, the early tough guys of the NFL and when I, I was a kid growing up and, and watching the, the NFL, Dick Butkus was one of the names that that uh, that, that came up as uh, like you know one of the, the one of the heroes. One of the just he was one of the tough guys. I mean, they didn't have all that padding in their helmets. They didn't have the, the padding and the the, the 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 things that they have today to protect the players. Man, these were the these were the real warriors. Um, even though they really hit harder today, those were warriors um, back then. You know, I, I, here's a really uh, cool story. Um, you know, imagine if you, you just, you know, you get a job and all of a sudden you're making a lot of money. What would you do with the money? Would you suddenly move to a new apartment? Would you buy a fancy car? 
And I mean, I'm talking about like a lot, like $870,000. If, if that was your salary, if your salary went to $870,000, what would you do? I could think of some things. I'd, I'd probably buy another car. I, um, I might move. I, I love where I live now, but I, I, I might move. Brock Purdy is this quarterback. He's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's got the nickname Mr. Irrelevant. And he was just this guy who got drafted, and he has just really become a very effective quarterback. And he's just doing great with the 49ers. Now, I guess this is still the rookie contract, $870,000. He still lives with a roommate. They split the rent. He drives a Toyota Sequoia, which is a a big Toyota SUV. And he's basically um, living a very um, modest lifestyle. So instead of going out and, and spending the money... You know, he's going to get a lot of money at one point. I mean, right now he's he's 5-0. And, oh, and the and the, the Cowboys and the 49ers play this weekend. So that's going to be one hell of a game. But he's um, he hopes to improve to 5-0 to and oh this weekend. But the guy's just done it. He's been, you know, again, very subtle. And not a, not a big name, not uh, somebody that everybody was looking at uh, being a great quarterback. So, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, sometimes the person who's kind of the underdog is the one that can really, really do well. But I, I was really impressed that with a, an $870,000 salary, uh, which, again, co- con- considering the way he is performing for the 49ers, that's a low salary. But his payoff is coming if he continues to do well. But I just thought it was interesting that he's still um, sharing his apartment with somebody and living a very uh, modest life. All right, it's Free For All Friday. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504 504- 260 It's 504-260-1870. So, before the Kansas City Chiefs week four game against the New York Jets in New York, the NFL apparently pressured the networks to promote Taylor Swift's upcoming movie for free. This is according to a story in the New York Post. The Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, um, has been kind of hanging out are they really dating we don't know but anyway taylor swift is uh, apparently this is her crush interest right now travis kelsey and she has been in a couple of games where he's 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 been at and she was at the game in new york she was at a game in, in in kansas city cheering for her as far as we know her boyfriend but i you know i was watching the game uh, against the jets and i saw the promo for for taylor swift's movie which is about to come out. And I thought, how smart. Man, that Taylor Swift is really smart because, you know, the, she was going to be there and they knew that the camera was going to be on here, on there, so they bought time to run the promo. Well, apparently the NFL pressured the networks to uh, run the, the promo for the movie free. So the NFL is really, really trying to capitalize on this energy, and I guess that's one way to put it, the energy between uh, Travis Kelsey and, and, and Taylor Swift. But this week, Travis Kelsey said, hey, wait a minute, man, slow down. You're overdoing it. He was talking to the NFL saying, you're, you're, you're overdoing it. And you're making a bigger deal about this than it really is. Which makes me think that, you know, maybe it's, it's more of a casual relationship than a true love interest. 
And when you go back and you take a look at Taylor Swift's love interests, she is always with, well, as far as we know, she's usually with very high-profile people that bring publicity to her. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not here to, to judge her, and, and she can do what she wants, and she can have a crush on who she wants, and she can date or, or do whatever to, with who she wants. But I, she is just such a marketing genius that you can't help but sometimes think that there is wisdom behind some of the choices that she makes when it comes to a, to a love interest. But anyway, we don't really know. The question is, is she going to be at U.S. It's U.S. Bank. MetLife is, is New York. Is she going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis this weekend when the Chiefs play the, uh, the Vikings? And the Vikings are 1-4. I, th- I think they're a better team than their um, record would indicate. I mean, we see what it's like when Taylor Swift cheers and they win. What would it be like if Taylor Swift was there and the Chiefs lost? She wouldn't be very happy, I guess. So anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. All right, if you want to join us, the Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line 504-260-1870. Let's go to Ian with some of your text messages. Here's a text that says, uh, uh, some of these are kind of political, but I'll start here. Uh, James on the North Shore says, I think Travis Kelsey is just a friend with benefits that can be real for her. Taylor Swift's first man. And like I said, this helps bad boys around the world with Swifties. Puds, step aside. <laughs> Don't you know broke brothers make the best lovers? All right. I did not know that. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming aware of that now, but I, I can't turn myself into something I'm not. Yeah, I can't be broke. Well, I mean, he's not broke. No, he's not broke. He's not broke. I mean, the guy's a, an NFL player. I guess making, he's a bad boy. I think James is making the point that bad boys are sometimes broke and they make the best lover well look th- th- this is the key and, and I, I you know i don't know if women really understand this but you know women like bad boys but they don't always want the bad boy to be with them mm-hmm. they want you to be the bad boy when they want you to be the bad boy mm-hmm. and i've said this before if you're the good guy when they want the bad boy then you just seem like the ultimate wimp you're out and they don't like you and if you're the bad boy Boy, when they want the good guy, then you're like abusive. Then you're a monster. Man. Yeah, so it's 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 tough. Where's that? From? What do they say? Uh, nice guys finish last. Yeah. Where does that come from? What is what is the origin of that it phrase? Comes from the reality that nice guys finish last. That's just the reality <laughs> of the situation. So we just started saying that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, guess a couple political texts. Well, I guess I, you know. I guess it's that um, that th- th- I guess the impression is, and this is not a, a good thing, but I think this is reality. You know, when you look at politics, or when you look at anything, you know, the guys that follow the rules, the guys that don't break the rules and do everything nice and wear the right clothes and do all this nice, those are the good guys. They finish last. The guys that are out there, man, kind of rebellious and maybe taking some chances, those are the guys that, that, that get ahead, and in many cases, they're the guys who win. Okay, this is kind of crazy. I just quickly Googled nice guys finish last, and one of the top results, and this is, uh, this is just what's popping up live, so who knows if this is real or not, but the top result is from a website called Crescent City Sports, and this says that manager Leo Durocher DeRocher. DeRo- you know this name. Yeah. I've never heard of this person. Who the hell is that? DeRocher. He was a, a big baseball, major league baseball okay. manager. The website says, the phrase nice guys finish last was used by Brooklyn Dodgers manager D- Leo DeRocher to describe former New Orleans area baseball great Mel Ott. 
and his Giants team when the Giants were mired in last place during the 1946 season. Since then, the saying has been commonly used in non-baseball situations as well. Very interesting. Wow, we all learned something here today. But there is some truth in it, and I, I think one of the reasons that that phrase gets spread around is because there's some, there's some truth in the idea that, you know, the good guy, the guy that that follows all the rules, that he he doesn't he doesn't get ahead. And it's it's the guy who is more rebellious, um, the one who's you know breaking the rules that mm-hmm. is uh, is getting ahead. For sure. Uh, let me give you two more quick ones. Uh, here's a text that says, "I'm a conservative, and I like Kennedy as a third party option. I like a lot of Trump's policies, but I can't stand the man. But Kennedy might cross the bridge and be just what the country needed. He might. I've been reading about this that that Robert Kennedy Jr. might uh, enter as an independent, and that might have a tremendous impact on on the election. And he might take more from Trump than from Biden, which would open the door for Biden to to win. And I just read a new uh, NPR uh, Marist. Um, what else? Another um, NPR poll mm-hmm. that said um, right now, if the election were held today. Um, Biden would get 49% of the vote and Trump would get 47% of the vote, Mm -hmm. which is essentially a tie. Yeah, people will often point to Ross Perot's independent run in 1992 and say that's how uh, Bill Clinton Clinton was able to secure the presidency. But if you actually dive a little bit deeper into it, he took just as many votes from George Herbert Walker Bush as he did from George Clinton. You know, I could do a whole show on on why Clinton won. Uh, And there's like just a, a lot of reasons, not the least of which is, you know, H. Walker Bush had, um, you know, just he was he was victorious in the Gulf War. Yeah. I mean, it was a a victorious war. We won and we got out. And if you look back in history, a lot of leaders who see countries through wars, they don't win reelection because while there's this desire to to celebrate since the war is over and that's the past. There's this collective idea of moving on. Let's move on. Moving on right? to something new. Thank you for your service. Yeah. We're going to move on. And and plus, you know, it was the time when when baby boomers were, you know, clearly the largest part of the population. Yeah. And uh, Bill Clinton was a baby boomer president. And, you know, playing the sax on the Arsenio yeah. Hall show yeah. showed that the guy was, was, was a cool guy. I remember. And, you know, he also appeared to be kind of moderate when he was when he was running. So there are a lot of reasons why he, he won. I'll leave you with this one. Uh, we were talking about uh, that amazing jobs report that came out and how you know Fox News is supposed to spin this. Uh, texter says, how would a MAGA fan spin the great Biden job numbers? They would say that if Trump were president, the job numbers would be three times as large. <laughs> By the way, USA Today is reporting that Trump revealed two nuclear secrets about United States submarines to an Australian billionaire. I, wow. I, read, I read that article. I, I, again, you know, you, you can't trust Trump with our secrets. And living presidents know a lot of things that just can't be passed on. But, I mean, was was Trump, like, showing off, hey, let me show you what I know. I mean, if you really think about it, Trump is very insecure. And I can't imagine the conversations that he has when he's alone with himself. I mean, he used to be a really good-looking guy, svelte, you know, he was like a playboy. Mm-hmm. And now he's this, like, he's like this tub of lard. And, and I, I, you know, I just, he can't be happy with himself and all he is is angry. He was a party guy before, and now all he is is, is angry about, about everything. And I think he's just really, really insecure. And he tries to make up for it by doing all the things that he, he does. His supporters will like to point to a story like this and say, there's no way, that's just the liberal media reporting. 
brothers and sisters, look at this from just a few more steps back. Is it really so ridiculous to think that Trump would want to show off to his guests at Mar-a-Lago as much as possible? We already have some pretty solid evidence that he's waving around the Iran you know, invasion of Iran, you know, at, at, at the at the golf course in Bedminster. Is it really so difficult to believe that he would lean over and try to impress an actual billionaire by saying, hey, you know, United States submarines can get within three feet of a Russian yeah. submarine and they won't know it. Is that so hard to believe if you're a Trump supporter and you think that's ridiculous? We know your guy better than you do. And January 6th was was proof. Uh, however, he was involved in that. Just the whole uh, the whole situation. It, he has no regard for America. I mean, it's all about Trump. It's all about him. It's not about America. He doesn't care about America. He's using America to be, become president again. All right. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line 504-260-1870. Among the groups performing at uh, Gretna Fest 2023, Cool in the Gang. And man, they've got one hit after another. You're going to hear all the hits at Greta Fest. And the cool front's going to come through. It is going to feel like fall for the first time. I think this is going to be a record crowd for Gretna Fest this weekend. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a song from a local band. The band is called Lovers, and they're performing at Gretna Fest this weekend. I want you to hear a little bit of this song. It's called Bad Girls. You know, they, they kind of remind me of uh, the 1975. Uh, I mean, they got a really, uh, really great sound. Um, River Gibson is with Lovers. He joins us on the air. River, good afternoon. Hey, Stu, thank you for having me, man. Sure. Listen, I like your music. Um, I, I think you have a lot going for you, and um, I, I hope you do well. And you're performing uh, Saturday night at... Uh, Gretna Fest at 6.15. So, you know, the Saints, uh, LSU, play early Saturday and Sunday so everybody can head out after the LSU and after the Saints game. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. I, uh, we're very, very excited about Gretna Fest. We, uh, this is actually our second time playing. We played last year and had such a, a wonderful time and, and, you know, getting to know the, the people of, of, of Gretna and New Orleans a good bit. And 
Uh, it just means the world for us, to, you know, for them to invite us back over this year. So. Yeah, you know, I just I think you've got a really good sound, and and a lot of a lot of local bands um, they they don't understand about tempo within a song they don't understand about um hooks they you know they, they the music is, is sometimes the music isn't bad but you guys seem to understand that and i i i, I kind of hear i kind of hear some guitar licks in there that kind of remind me of uh, the 1975 uh that well that's that is one of my favorite bands so um that that would make sense <laughs> but uh you know we were uh I kind of come from a, a, a diverse background of music. I, uh, I started playing music really because of a, a Green Day. Uh, really inspired me to pick up the guitar and learn. And um, you know, the band is, is really inspired a lot by really 1970s music. Uh, my dad used to play like Bob Seger a lot in the car, and um, we listened to a lot of like old disco. And you can kind of, I think, I think personally, you can kind of hear all that coming out in the in the songs themselves. I could hear a little bit of that in, 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 in Bad Girls. So so tell me how you're doing and, and where you are. I'm, I'm sure you have a, a, a core audience and they, they love you on Facebook, on social media, Instagram, and they, <laughs> and they show up for your for your shows. They do indeed. And you know, we've, we've really been blessed. Uh, we have a very diverse crowd that comes to, to watch us. Uh, it's not just, you know, a lot of people just have kind of one, you know, when you look around in the audience, you kind of see, you know, one core demographic, but they have kids who come out to see us, uh, folks, 60-year-old folks out in the audience. And um, I think there's in the music there's just really something for everyone because you have that, that retro feel to it. Yeah. Um, we get all glammed up when we play, and it's it's like a it's a really a lot of audience interaction. It's a lot of fun to be at a lover show. So I think that's just kind of, you know, translates through the, the, the age groups, you yeah. know. Any mascara, guy liner backstage? Oh yeah, we got a lot of glitter going on. Oh yeah, okay. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that like that's that that's that eighties like um, androgynous uh, showbiz feel. <laughs> oh yeah, I think uh, you know we walk away from the shows and um, you know a lot of people like the music, but the the most the, the comment I hear the most is, "Man, uh, where did you get those boots?" Because <laughs> I'm always every time I go out, I'm wearing these uh, sparkly red boots, and that's kind of like the star of the show. Hey, that's cool. So. No, 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 you you got to have that. I mean, that's another thing. I, I, you know, I, I see a, you know, I see a lot of a lot of bands, you know, trying to make it and trying to develop an identity, and they're wearing, um, you know, they're wearing jogging shoes. Uh, they might have something nice <laughs> I know, on. Them, I know, but I, it's I, like, hate I, that. I don't. I mean, I, I mean, man, do it, man. Put on a show. Do a show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I I grew up on. You know, I've, like I said, like Green Day's always kind of been my favorite band, and they, he's one of the most terrific frontmen I've ever really seen. And you know, I, I've learned a lot from from watching that and, and watching bands like him. Uh, and and, and Billy Day. Joe Armstrong, he wore his uh, share of eye makeup. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sure did. He sure did. Yeah. So, um, where where do you hope to go? Um, are you getting the Are you getting the attention of any any bigger record companies? I think you know we're 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 you know knock on wood. I mean we're we're uh, things have been really progressing lately. Uh, we're getting more and more shows. You know instead of me calling venues to play, we're getting calls to play. Good. Um, it's a really it's it's been a good feeling. You know the the crowds are growing. You know uh, really a lot of it too is is word of mouth. And um, but yeah, we've had a little bit of you know starting to have a little bit of attention uh, on the business side and. Um, you know, it's, we're not really, we don't want to rush into anything, of course, but 
if something happens, it happens. You know, I think um, that's I think it's cool. I think you need to keep doing what you're doing and, and, and keep putting on a show yeah. because all the bands that made it big are going through what you're what you're going through now. And you mm-hmm. know, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to River Gibson. He's with the band Lovers, and it's uh, all caps L V V R S, a local mm-hmm. band. Uh, but I, I you know I, I hear a sound here that has a national potential. I, I think it's smart if you uh, don't try to rush into it or push it and let let it discover let it discover you. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's what, either way, you know, we're going to be out here doing this. This is what we love to do. Cool. We're so passionate about it, and, and it's just, you know, this is Well, there's a lot, it, of, it's for us, a lot of competition uh, when it comes to cover bands. I mean, a lot of people want to hear just the, the same songs over and over again, and they're familiar that's with right. them, and they can dance to them, and it's comfortable. Um, for a local band like, uh, like you guys, when you're, doing, um, when you're doing new music, it's a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, and, and it's taken a long time to really kind of break through in that capacity around here uh, in Louisiana, particularly uh, whenever you we, we play a lot throughout the Gulf South and, and kind of Midwest. And whenever we start to leave Louisiana, it's, it's a really strange thing. Uh, people want to hear original music. So it, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a shock, you know, for us. But, uh, of course, we like that. But then, you know, you come over here, back over here and, you know, people want to hear uh, you know, Freebird and uh, you know all the usual the suspects. But well, I'm I'm going to go to break with your cover of Dreams, which, by the way, is the okay. Stevie Nicks song of the day. For people who want to go to our website and try to win tickets, go to wwl.com/slash/contest with an S, and use the title Dreams to enter to win uh, tickets to see her September 28th. Uh, I'm sorry, February the 28th at the Smoothie King Center. So, um. River, I want to tell you goodbye and uh, good luck. I, I can't make it. I have a commitment to a, a charitable uh, function on the North Shore that I, I have to be at uh, tomorrow night. So I'm not going to make it. But please let me know when you play again, because I'm going to make a point to come see you guys in person. I want to see the boots. <laughs> you got to see the boots. We'll definitely make that happen, Scoot. Thank you very much All for right. having me today. River Gibson with the band Lovers. They're playing tomorrow night uh, at Gretna Fest at 6.15. And so um, let's go to break with their cover of the song Dreams by Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. Local band doing original stuff and an occasional cover like this one. I think Lovers has potential. Let's see where they go. Go see them at uh, Gretna Fest tomorrow, 6.15. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the A-Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1973, this was the number one song in the country. It's Cher. She claimed that she was 116th Cherokee. The song is titled Half-Breed, and it's about her being a half-breed and being rejected because she's a half-breed. It was about discrimination. It was number one in the country on this day in 1973. The list of artists performing at uh, Gretna Fest this year is epic once again. Um, I mentioned earlier Herman's Hermits, uh, starring Peter Noon at 8.45 tonight, Trombone Shorty at 10 o'clock tonight, Rockin' Doopsie Jr. and the Zydeco Twister, 7 o'clock tonight, Bonorama, 6.15. Mayor Belinda Constant uh, from the Greta joins us on WWL. Mayor, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. I have seen Gretna develop, and I can't help but think that it is in part because of Gretna Fest. I think Gretna Fest has really led to a lot of changes in in Gretna. I agree. I agree. It's it's absolutely. I think the one thing that we can point to um, that has really increased everybody's awareness of the city, uh, not just in the metropolitan area, but across the state and even across the country. 
Yeah, I know, and it's it's uh, the the big bands that you get. I mean, they're they're big every year. They're they're big, and and you've got local talent. We just talked to the band uh, Lovers. Uh, it's a local band, and I think they've got a lot of uh, a lot of potential. And uh, they're going to be performing uh, tomorrow night at six fifteen. Cowboy Mouth tomorrow night at eight. Leonard Skinner tomorrow night at uh, ten o'clock. But I, I've just seen that whole downtown uh, Gretna area develop, and I I can't help but think that a lot of it has to do with the exposure that Gretna gets during uh, Gretna Fest. Yeah, I mean, truly, you know, there's no amount of PR. Uh, that can prove to be a better purchase, right, than having this yeah. festival happen in our downtown area. Um, it's just inc- it's an incredible venue. Um, rain or shine, it's still a good venue. We're on paved streets, and we're on the River Batcher, looking at the skyline, the beautiful skyline of New Orleans. That's just a God-given, you know, gift to be able to look across the river yeah. and see the city at night and, it, it is really proven to be a great asset for us. You know, when you're in New Orleans, yeah, you see you see the West Bank, but when you're on the West Bank, you see the city of New Orleans, and that really is a treat. I love that there's yes. R- RTA ferry service, and the, the, the ferry terminal is right there at Gretna Fest grounds. Yes, we, we're so excited about the ferry. I mean, that's something that we lobby for every year. We're trying to get that to be a more of a permanent situation for us. But we're absolutely excited to have the ferry come to Gretna for this weekend. The first boat actually will leave Canal today at 4 o'clock. Um, and then on Sunday, the first boat leaves New Orleans at, at 11 in the morning. Saturday so and Sunday, yeah. That is the best way. Yes, and, that and is look, the best way to come to Gretna Fest from the East Bank. It's $2 each way, round trip, 4 bucks. I mean, and, and listen, the, the great thing about the, the ferry to, to Gretna Fest is you get, this, um, you get this tourist view of the river and the city, and, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be just so nice this weekend. You, you know, I know sometimes Gretna Fest has to suffer through some, some bad weather. This weekend is going to be perfect. Yes. Oh, we were so excited when I heard Zach Fardella say, you know, yesterday that this weekend was going to be incredible. So we were excited to to hear those things, you know, that yeah. being said. What's your favorite part of, uh, of Gretna Fest? Of course, there's the music, but there's also a lot of food. You know, Scoot, I think for me, the, the best thing about this festival is the fact that it's such um, a family event and our nonprofits throughout this community um, benefit from this festival. I mean, a lot of them are our food vendors and those proceeds get split with them and um, actually not split. They, they actually pay a fee to be in the fest and they take home all the money after expenses and some of these nonprofits, this is a huge um, income for their annual budget. I mean, they actually budget Gretna Fest proceeds. Mm-hmm. So it truly does help the community as a whole in that regard. And then just like I said, the fact that it's a family event, um, it's just um, to see the kids and families everywhere enjoy being out here for the weekend. Yeah, and for the kids, um, there's a lot of great junk to eat. For the <laughs> Well, of course, you have all the festival food that everybody loves, okay? And then you have great food from local vendors, local restaurants um, around the metropolitan area. And some people come here just to taste certain things every year, their favorite things to eat at Brighton Fest. 
And one of our uh, one of our, our regular callers, uh, Jimmy from Gretna, is going to be a part of the um, the uh, the grilled uh, oyster um, uh, place uh, and uh, the corrosion oysters. And, and oh, I was yeah. going to man, that's that that brings out a lot of people. Oh, God, that is lots of people talk about the Croatians, oysters, and they've been a staple here for many years. And we're always so excited when they recommit to come back because people look for them. And also, Mayor, there are shuttles available, a park and ride, Oakwood Shopping Center, and also a Jefferson Parish Public School Systems building on Manhattan Boulevard. So, you know, if you can't get close, and, and by the way, don't don't block anybody's driveway and, and be respectful of the, the neighborhood. Uh, those people live in that neighborhood, and, you know, they don't want any, any problems. They're happy to have people in the neighborhood, but they don't want you to um, abuse it. Uh, but, you know, Oakwood, uh, Oakwood Mall just uh, just behind Penny's. There's a, a shuttle bus there and also at the Jefferson Parish Public School uh, System building. But I love the idea of taking yeah. the ferry over. Yeah, the ferry is for sure the best way to get here from the East Bank. And then, of course, just like you said, Oakwood and Manhattan Boulevard, great opportunities. The bus brings you right to the gate. Yep. Um, that's absolutely best way to go and not worry about have to drive here and find a place to park. And if people don't have tickets, they can buy tickets at the, at the door, at the gate. Yes, buy tickets right at Will Call and Huey P. Long, but you really can buy any gate. We've got five gates. They're all selling tickets. Um, And if you need help, because you know we're all electronic, no cash, and we've got the electronic wristbands. And if you need help, there are help kiosks throughout the um, festival. But once you do it, you realize how easy it really is. And we are excited to be able to host this um, festival cashless. It just creates a whole lot safer environment, and it requires less volunteers. And we all know how many volunteers you need to do something like this. With them, we couldn't do it. The mayor of Gretna, Belinda Constant, thank you for your time. You do a great job and um, have a great time with the Gretna Fest this weekend. Thank you so much. All right, Mayor. Thanks for talking with us. And tonight, 10 o'clock, it's going to be a late oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, a late night at uh, Gretna Fest. Leonard Skinner on stage. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, also performing at Gretna Fest, Big Al and the Heavyweights. They're at uh, 5.30 tomorrow afternoon. And this was a song that they wrote um, kind of after the pandemic. We just got to love one another. So they've got some really good uh, good stuff, so check them out as well. Also, another good uh, local band, Zeta, is uh, tomorrow morning at 11.15. And that's a, a band that does some more heavier rock stuff, but a lot of good original stuff. So uh, check that out as well. All right, I'm Scoot. We're coming back with more. It is a free-for-all Friday. If you're on hold, stay with us. Your calls and more of your text coming up. It is going to feel so nice later tonight and tomorrow. You're going to love this weekend. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.